Hey everyone, welcome to The Exchange Daily, where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we release a new podcast. Our hope is just to go through a psalm or a passage within a psalm where we can meditate on scripture. And just during this whole pandemic, to think on new things, to meditate on new things, to really center our heart and our mindset on Jesus. And today is Monday, April 27th, 2020. We have been in Psalm 23 for the last few podcasts. And today we're gonna finish this Psalm by looking at verse six. Um, I think on Wednesday, I still might even do like an overview of the Psalm because there's still a lot there. But I wanna look at verse six in Psalm 23. And um, yeah, let's just begin by looking at the first phrase. This is how it ends. It's a great exclamation point to a beautiful Psalm. He says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Um, The word surely means like only, only goodness and mercy will follow me. It also can mean of course. So he's saying, of course, of course, goodness and mercy is going to follow me. Um, really, this word surely is, is an uh, exclamation of confidence. He's confident that goodness and mercy is going to follow him. He's confident that God's grace will keep holding on to him and to us um, until we are with him in his presence. Um, there seems to just be this, I don't know, it's, it seems like more than confidence. He's saying when life hurts, God's constant mercy and goodness reminds me that I'm in the care of the shepherd. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Now let's just look at those two words, goodness and mercy. They're following me. They're chasing me. Goodness here uh, in Hebrew just means like beautiful or beauty will chase you. Beauty, beauty, uh, beautiful. (laughs) It's chasing me. It's pursuing me. Mercy. Uh, It's this favor of loving kindness and just covenant faithfulness, meaning just um, it's like something you enter into with a loved one. And he's saying God's beauty, his mercy, this covenantal love is going to follow me all the days of my life. You know, Charles Spurgeon wrote about this passage and spoke on this passage, and um, he called goodness and mercy God's footman, God's footman. Now, we don't really fully understand that because we weren't in London in the 1800s, um, but want to kind of go back for a second. Back in London, people would ride in and coaches, like these horse-drawn coaches things, and uh, on the back of the coaches, there were footmen who would open the door and they took care of you in the carriage. That was like their job. And Spurgeon calls goodness and mercy God's footmen. Um, They're the ones who are kind of like taking care of you, helping you. He's saying, on our way to heaven, God's goodness and mercy will take care of us. They're following us. Um, This passage, verse six, I I love this thought. They've called goodness and mercy the hounds of heaven. The hounds of heaven. Like, just like your dog might follow you around the house, or if you ever had a dog growing up, um, the dog just like maybe loves you and follows you. He's saying, man, the hounds of heaven are God's mercy, God's goodness. Now, this is interesting. I I don't know if this was David's intent. Some people speculate it was, or or, it is just an interesting thought. But um, remember, a shepherd doesn't drive his sheep. He leads his sheep. Um, So how does goodness, goodness and mercy follow us when the shepherd is in front of us? Well, um, you know, the idea is a good shepherd as he leads his sheep will always have a pair of sheepdogs bringing up the rear coming from behind. And so the shepherd will be in front leading and the dogs are in the back protecting 
the dogs are in the back also guiding. And it, it almost sounds like in this psalm, which is about a shepherd, he's saying, and you know, as you lead me, goodness and mercy, the hounds of heaven are following me. Goodness and mercy is what's behind me. Goodness and mercy, you're in the front. Goodness and mercy are in the back. They're following me. Um, whether or not his, his that was his intent, it does sound like that. The idea of Jesus leads, goodness and mercy follows. Um, it's a you know it would be kind of a fun thing to have two dogs and name them goodness and mercy. So when they follow you, you could say, hey, goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Um, but let me just ask, do you believe this? Honestly, do you do you and I believe this? That phrase, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Like that's an incredible phrase. Do we really believe that goodness and mercy? are going to follow us all the days of our life. I mean, this is the Old Testament version of Romans 8.28. We know, we know that God works all things together for good, for those who love him and to those who are called according to his purpose. I mean, this, this is that surely goodness and mercy. I mean, this is Joseph. I mean, this is a, a man, the story of Joseph where, you know, he's thrown in prison after being sold into slavery by his brothers and he's there in prison, he finally has someone remember him. He has an opportunity to stand before Pharaoh to interpret a dream and just to be made like the second most powerful man in the kingdom. And the idea was, man, what man meant for evil, God meant for good. And whatever happens to us, to you, to a friend one, to a loved one, do we believe goodness and mercy will follow? Even if it doesn't feel like it, do we believe that? And then he has this phrase, uh, in verse 6, and ends with, And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What will happen to those who have their faith in Jesus? They will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The house of the Lord forever. I mean, he's talking about being in God's presence. You could say he's obviously heaven you know, right now, um, I really miss travel. I'm sure a lot of people do. We're kind of wondering, will we ever travel again? Will we ever explore creation the same way again? Uh, you know, don't worry, I believe we will. Um, but I think we love it because there's just beauty attached to it. Like we love creation. We love going on hikes. Some of my favorite places on earth are just like Yosemite or, you know, different places where you can just see God's beauty in just really creative ways. And um, I think there's this idea that I, I have or we have where if God created the world in six days and the world is as beautiful as it is, well, he, Jesus said about 2,000 years ago, I'm going to prepare a place for you. So if God can make this beautiful world in six days, what can he make in 2,000 years? Now, obviously, God can doesn't even need 2,000 years. But the idea is, man, Jesus said 2,000 years ago, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Um, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And, and notice, I will, not I hope. Not I hope I dwell. Not I think I will dwell. But I will dwell. I'm so glad that we know to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That we know that we have eternal life. That the Bible doesn't speak of you will have it, but you have it. And so I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. Think about this. Um, but a hundred years from now, We'll be looking at each other, we'll be with each other, and we'll still be talking about how great our shepherd is forever. This concept of forever is one of the most mind-blowing things for us because almost everything has like an expiration date, and yet we think about just perfect joy, perfect peace, 
there's really no day, no night. We're told that there's no sun in, in this kingdom because God is its sun. Jesus is its sun. He lights up in it forever. Like the idea just, it just continues. And yet there's not a sense of letdown. There's not a sense of when will this be over? If you've ever had the most beautiful, like the, the most incredible moment and you're like, oh, I wish this would never end. And that's just heaven times infinity. I mean, it's that moment you wish never would end. And guess what? It doesn't end. It just goes on. And so this is David's, this is what David is looking to. He goes, you know what? Goodness and mercy are always going to follow me and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And here's my last thought as we close out the Psalm, you know, under the old covenant, the sheep would die for the shepherd because the sheep were sacrifices for the shepherd's sins and everyone's sin. Under the old covenant, the sheep died for the shepherd, but under the new covenant, the shepherd died for the sheep. Under the old covenant, the sheep had to die to pay for people's sins, but guess what? The shepherd died to pay for our sins. And we shall meet this shepherd, the shepherd we've been talking about, looking at, f- following uh, the one who prepares us, the one who's with us, um, the one who leads us in the paths of righteousness we will be with. Again, this psalm, I don't even know if in the few podcasts I, I or anyone could do justice to this, but this really is one of those, it's the most comforting psalms that the church has always looked back to that we've literally drawn pictures on the wall of the shepherd carrying us as sheep. We've drawn that on Christian tombs and Christian hiding places, saying, gosh, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not lack. Listen, I I hope that during this whole pandemic, this is more than encouraging. I hope this is really just feeding your spirit, your soul. And um, I hope that we can really just as Christians take on a different mindset than what we're reading on the news and media. I hope that we have a peace. I hope that we have a wisdom, but I hope that we have a peace that people just go, I I want that. I don't get that. So listen, let's move forward. This goodness and mercy are going to follow you all the days of your life. You will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. For those of you who believe in Jesus and know Jesus, this is the confidence we can have that we can know. John said that we can know we have eternal life. And so, man, that should give us a confidence as we move forward. Um, Listen, The Exchange, I love you. We miss you guys. Um, Again, I hope if this has blessed you, why don't you share this with someone? Would you subscribe to the podcast? Could you rate this podcast? That would just help get the word out in so many ways. But we miss you. We love you. Guys, please, please join a Zoom group. Please reach out to people, text people. Join us on Wednesday at 1215 for our prayer meeting on Facebook Live and Instagram Live. Um, We just want to stay connected and be pursuing Jesus together, even though we're still um, in different parts of South Florida. So that's it. Love you guys. God bless you. Talk to you soon. Bye.